0: Welcome to Just a Girl from the South Bronx podcast with your host, Crystal. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I cannot believe we are on episode 8, so there are only two more episodes left of this season. And if you have not listened to the previous episodes, be sure to check those out And which in which this show is available on all major streaming platforms. All right, so... Today, we are talking about the art of receiving. So I have a little bit of a confession. When I was in high school and pretty much through all my college years, I considered myself to be pretty modest in terms of how I viewed myself. Not so much the appearance, but how I viewed myself as a whole. And whenever someone would give me a compliment, I would tend to blush or shy away or go into this weird introverted mode like really like oh like you think of me in that way is that how you see me and it's not coming from a low self-esteem i guess i can say i've always kind of been wired that way and so now that i'm getting older and with more time and with more experience i'm learning the true art of receiving Now, sometimes I still struggle with this to this day, if we're going to be totally honest here. But I can say that I am a lot better now than what I was 10 plus years ago. And so compliments seem to be the biggest thing that I could never receive well. And again, it's not coming from low self-esteem or I saw myself as less than or, or anything negative of the sorts. It's just... It's interesting to hear from the perspective of another person how they view you because they are basically the person on the outside looking in. And for example I've throughout my adult years I've had guys that I was either interested in or dating or where it was like we were In like mutual friends, in terms of a you know mutual friend circle or whatever, and in conversation they will say something like, "Uh "Oh, Crystal, like you looking kind of sexy, or you're looking sexy," and it's just like, I wasn't trying to be sexy, but I guess that is how I was being perceived that particular time. And even then, I remember myself like cringing a lot, like ugh. Like, I wasn't trying to go for sexy, but if that's how you see me, that's how you see me. <laughs> so, and I've always kind of been like this type of person where I'm like, oh, she's cute. She's shy. She's quiet. She's a little reserved. She's introverted. Uh, She's a cute girl. She's not, nice. whatever, but never sexy. So it wasn't until in my 20s when I started paying more attention to the clothes I was wearing and... I'll just say this for a while, and I can laugh about it to this day. I had a thing for bustiers. I, I I don't know. I guess that was like a thing back then. And <laughs> I had like, I think I had like three or four of them, completely different styles, different colors. And I, I don't know. I guess because I'm just like, well, I, I I'm a bit of a smaller frame, so... Because I'm skinny, I'm like, all right, I have to wear clothing that's a little bit more fitting and it's not too uh, loose. And I thought, okay, bustiers was like my thing, my (laughs) go-to. So I don't wear those anymore, but that seemed to be like a a phase I was going through. And so when my fashion sense started changing when I got into my 20s, I would notice that, these guys would start calling me sexy, and I, that's something that I wasn't used to. And I guess that's natural in terms of womanhood for those who are willing and wanting to express themselves differently to show a more mature side, if you will. Because, of course, when you're transitioning from high school on to college, at least in my eyes, from my perspective, your fashion sense tend to change quite a bit. So that's where I was. And so whenever guys would call me sexy, I just, for the life of me, I could not receive it. All I could say with a blush and a smile is, thank you. (laughs) And even then, that sounds kind of timid, repeating to you all how I said it to them. And so the art of receiving is not just about compliments. I feel like that's more on the surface level. But the art of receiving is allowing yourself to be vulnerable and allow yourself to, as long as you're comfortable, because you never want to feel uncomfortable, there's not let me tell you this, there's nothing worse than a guy calling you sexy and you're not even remotely attracted to them. And you're just like, what am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> I mean, you're going to say thank you because that's the, that's the proper way to respond, but it's like... Well, um, I ain't going to say the same thing about you, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, it's just interesting how when one person calls you sexy and the guy, you, you know, you just happen to be attracted to them versus another guy that calls you sexy and you're not so attracted to them. But in the end, I'm not going to be rude, so I'm, I'm always going to say thank you and keep it moving but like I said it's not just about the compliments it's the way in which we allow ourselves to feel good about ourselves not saying that we need we constantly need validation don't get me wrong sometimes having that boost from a person on the outside looking in will definitely up your confidence quite a bit will have you start feeling yourself a little bit more I'm just saying (laughs) but I think that allowing that space of vulnerability to come into play I think is great for your well-being. Another example I've had with girlfriends of mine they will say, "Oh my gosh, Crystal, like You know your work is great, whether that was uh, writing or or listening to like one of my old, old, old back in the day episodes in terms of a podcast. And this is actually the first time that I'm saying it on this particular uh, show. I this is not my first rodeo. In fact, this would be my third rodeo (laughs) in, in podcasting. And the first time that I did it, I was super nervous. I didn't know what the outcome would be. I didn't know how many listeners I would get. I didn't know if the message I was sending out if it was going to be well received. And of course, we're talking about the art of receiving. So, whenever people were giving me compliments saying, "You know, Chris, you did a good job." Even in the back of, even with them saying this compliment, in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking to myself like, "I could have done better. I could have done a better job at doing this. I should have said this. I should have edited this." And then when you get to a point where you're like micromanaging your own work, that's when you're just going to have to be like, all right, you need to take a chill. Just accept the damn compliment for what it is. No need to nitpick what someone said. There's no need to do a deep dive into a a compliment that someone has given you. It's not necessary. And so this was a process that I had to slowly unlearn. And even... With my family, sometimes they would give me compliments and say, you know, um, your outfit looks great. Or I I remember one time uh, someone told me, like a friend of mine, she said, you have really, you know, really great skin. And I'll be looking at my skin and I'm just like, um, I guess. But I'm seeing all of these dark spots, uh, hyperpigmentation, (laughs) everything. But That was their perception. That's how they saw me at that particular moment. And so I think it's important for us to understand why it's good to understand the art of receiving, uh, the act of, of understanding that a person will view you one way, which can be in a totally positive direction from how you view yourself. And it could, although I mentioned this in the beginning of this episode, it could fall into self-esteem in terms of a person maybe having low self-esteem and they just don't know how to receive a compliment well. I'd also think it's just a, a, a personal lens that in which we see ourselves, we just don't see ourselves as whole. It's like we see ourselves as a broken down, and I don't mean in a negative way, but like parts of ourselves so if someone is complimenting us on how great our outfit looks or how great and clear our skin looks on our end we're on our end of the spectrum we're looking at it as well um i don't think my skin looks perfect I'm not saying that they said that either but you can be saying something like i don't think my skin is all that great but i appreciate the compliment and it's, and you know, even when you say stuff like that out loud to the person, it can kind of leave like an awkward silent moment. And it's like, girl, I just gave you a compliment and you just kind of diminished whatever I just said to you just a few seconds ago. Girl, just take the compliment and go. <laughs> so there's that. I've, I've struggled quite a bit with the the art of receiving in terms of compliments. Another thing I've struggled with throughout my adult years is generosity and that's another form of receiving. I've always been this type of strong-willed person where I try to do everything on my own first without asking for help. And yeah, that can be a good thing on a broad scale, but sometimes I feel like, you are like digging yourself to the ground, thinking you can accomplish everything and anything at at any given time without any form of help. At some point, we're all gonna need some help along the lines, whether that's through a, a family member, or a friend, or a mentor, a guide, a teacher, whatever. And if we really think about it, the most successful people in this world, and it doesn't necessarily have to be some sort of like monetary gain in terms of success there's different ways of success but if you think of the most successful people in the world they didn't get to where they are in life without some sort of help in the process from another person or a thing because a thing could be like some sort of inspiration like an idea or a, a commercial or a tv show or art piece whatever it is And that was the catalyst that they needed in order to progress and move further in life and to reach their pivotal moment of success. And so with generosity, I've struggled with this on a personal scale because I've always been the type of person, I got to do it myself, I got to do it myself, I got to do it myself. I don't like asking anyone for help or favors because I feel like I'm either inconveniencing them or I'm kind of putting them out of the way or... Another one, which I think a lot of people can relate to, is that on some level internally we feel incompetent, That so much so that we had to ask someone for help with the idea that we should have known the information or the process of, of what to do or how to do a certain thing. And it's crazy in a whole nutshell in itself because you're not going to know Every single thing about every—you're not gonna know every single thing about every single thing in this world. You're just not. Now, unless you're like a, a brilliant genius or whatever the case may be, you know that—that's a different topic for another day. But on a on a broad scale, you're just going to know what you know. And I remember this quote once from very popular guy. Bill Nye the science guy. So if you don't know, and and I personally grew up on his show. So learning about science and experimenting and all that stuff, like I love his educational form. And there was one particular quote that he said to this very day, I feel like also stuck with me. And that is, he says, everyone you will ever meet knows something you don't. I'm going to repeat it again. Everyone you will ever meet knows something you don't. And that is absolutely 1,000% correct. Because if you really think about your life path, your journey so far from where you were maybe 10, 15 years ago, you've met a string of different people along the way. Teachers, mentors, guys, friends. Heck, you may have met new family members that you didn't meet <laughs> from in your childhood. But, you know, uh, people along the way that you've met, and in some way, shape, or form, they have kind of they kind of like guided you onto the next step that you needed in life. And they may have presented some information or maybe a new outlook or a new way of thinking that you didn't think of possibly possibly, you know, before. And with that information that we take in, we say, "Okay, this will actually be beneficial for me because dot dot dot." So you see what I mean? It's like we're not going to know everything, so it's always good to have like your tribe of people and I think I've mentioned this on a previous episode where your tribe can be a friend, a mentor, a teacher, a guide, family member, um, it could be your lover as well but who, whomever is in your tribe uh, those people are going to be the ones that can really guide you if, if they have good intentions These are the people that can really guide you towards the path that you were meant to go in life. And with that comes the art of receiving and generosity. At some point, you're going to need a helping hand. And at some point, you will receive compliments for for your work. On the other side of that, of course, you'll get their criticism. But for people who may understand your work and for people who understand what you're trying to do or your path to success or the journey that you're taking on your path to success. Be open to receiving those things. Be open to to when someone is praising you, whether that's looks, whether that's your your project, whether that's artwork, whether that's uh, your business, whatever it is. Just be open. Have an open heart to when someone is giving you a compliment, when someone is giving you positive feedback, because simply put, you deserve it. You deserve to hear those things from time to time. And I'm not saying you should heavily rely on validation, but sometimes it's always good to get that little thumbs up that's just letting us know that we are in fact on the right paths. Same thing with generosity. You're gonna need help at some point, even if it's not just advice. You may need monetary help. And I know there's pride and I know there's ego. And I, like I said, I myself sometimes struggle with that, but I try to make it my due diligence to not depend on um, basically to make sure I figure out my own way in terms of, let's say, for example, financially. Like if I know that I'm gonna be low on funds and like pff, until I, my next pay period or whatever, then I know I have to like budget myself. And strategize, okay, how am I going to stretch this money out for the next, you know, three to four days, however that is. So I personally don't like to rely on family members or, or friends for, for assistance when it comes to like uh, money means. Um, but I am blessed to say that, you know, I have a great support with, with my mom and my dad. And now it's very rare that I have <laughs> asked my parents for money. And if I do, it's, and I've even told them this, it's because I'm really in a financial bind and I need some help. So, but they have also given me money just because. And sometimes even that feeling feels odd. Like, what did I do to deserve it? That kind of thing, you know what I mean? So, just... Be gracious enough and and just uh, have gratitude and that you have people in your corner that are cheering for you, that see you are doing well or see that you are improving or growing or evolving or wherever you are in, at this stage in life and just accept it. Just be open to it and just be vulnerable. I know a lot easier said than done, but this is, again, a process that I'm still sometimes, still sometimes still working on. <laughs> so... And that is how I'm going to end my episode today. So, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I really wanted to keep this short compared to the others that I have posted. So, Again, I like to think that this is a personal development podcast and that this podcast is here to guide you, direct you, kind of give you some enlightenment, some wisdom, but also share my embarrassing, cringy, funny stories of things that have happened in my 20s and things that I'm still learning even in my 30s. So again, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode and until next time, take care.